Now, Ellery Queen in The Adventure of the Message in Red. Because it relieves headache pain so fast. Take an anison. Because it gives prolonged relief. Take an anison. Because it's made like a doctor's prescription. Take an anison. Anison presents The Adventures of Ellery Queen. Tonight, the makers of Anison bring you another thrilling adventure of Ellery Queen, the celebrated gentleman detective. Ellery Queen invites you to match wits with him as he relates another story of a crime he alone unraveled. Before revealing the solution, he gives you a chance to solve the mystery. Tonight, Anison's guest, who will represent you home armchair detectives, is the famous actor, Victor Jory. And now, here's Ellery Queen, master detective, and your Anison host for the next half hour. Thank you, Don Hancock, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, tonight's mystery really had my father going. Your father, huh? Oh, Nicky. I suppose all those murders were duck soup for you, huh? Oh, no, 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 Nicky, this case was no harder than many I've had. (laughs) Anyway, I call it The Adventure of the Message in Red. Hotel Arbutus, public stenographer. Yes, I'm Miss Kirby. At this hour, but... All right, if you drop into my office right away, I'll I'll try to get it out tonight. Oh, why can't they just take their old business letters during the day? Oh, gee, I'm tired. I'd better douse my eyes with cold water. I'm so sleepy, I could... So soon... Coming. Gee, they must have used a house phone from the lobby. Come in, won't you? Hooray! Hooray! In Dixieland. Now, who's that? Nobody out here. Now, who'd be using that talky thing from the vestibule? Nobody does. Yes? Yes, this Miss Hazel? What? At this time of night? I was just going to bed. Been washing my supper dishes. All right. If they've just got to have a reader's report on it by tomorrow morning... Just open the vestibule door, and my apartment's the first door on your right. Would be my luck if it's one of those half a million word jobs. Just a second. Oh, I wish I were in the land of cotton. Old times there are not... That's all you've got to tell me, Pickett. Call back when you make sense. Sorry, I heard to keep you and Nicky waiting. Those two killings last night, Dad, huh? Yes. Lasted. What two killings, Inspector? 
I haven't seen today's paper. Two girls, Nikki. First one, a public standard with the Hotel Arbutus on Lexington Avenue. Shot to death at 9.15 p.m., name of Kirby. Second one, a part-time manuscript reader for Mason and Morris and the publishers of Miss Hazel. Shot to death around 10.30 p.m. in her Greenwich Village apartment. Both as they opened their doors. No evidence of robbery. Both unmarried, unattractive, no untangling alliances. Lived alone. No witnesses, no clues, no motive. And the girls never knew each other. Never knew any of the same people. Cute? Then the murders aren't connected, Inspector. But they are, Nicky. Ballistics reports the same gun killed both of them. I don't wonder you're puzzled. I think it's enough to kill myself, Valerie. Uh, yes, really? Afternoon, Sergeant. Hi, Mr. Porter. You mind, Sergeant? Oh, Sergeant. Inspector, know what? No. What? Another one. No. What? Yeah, a girl shot to death. She answered her door around 1 a.m. last night. Body wasn't found till this morning. Ooh, number three last night. Who is this one, Bailey? Ladies' maid, Lucille du, du Bois. Uh, du Bois, Sergeant French. Yeah, yeah, French maid. Worked for the Canellas. Canella? The, uh, Vetti, Vetti Canella? The same. She was shot in the Canella house, Sergeant. Yeah, that 199-room shack on Upper Fifth Avenue. In her bedroom. A stenographer, a publisher's reader, and a ladies' maid. Mind if I sit in, Dad? You can make any sense out of it, son. Come on. <laughs> I've had to cancel the most important appointment this afternoon with my hairdresser. And Mrs. Canella, have you let me get away? My husband is simply furious. My daughter, poor child, frustrated. Now, look, Mrs. Canella. And I'm on the verge of losing what little mind I have. Mrs. Canella. You understand, Mr. Crean. I know you do. The death of your maid has upset you, naturally. Oh, yes. Where am I going to turn? How can I replace Lucille? You don't know the trouble I had getting her originally. And now she's dead. It's not fair. It isn't. Uh, the trouble is, gentlemen, you don't know the problems we girls oh, have. Yes, yes. Uh, look, madam, how did this happen? I'm sure I don't know. People shooting off guns in my home and everything. I'm so glad I wasn't home when it happened, even though the house is completely soundproof. Your husband, will you, madam? Uh, Mr. Can Mr. Can oh, no, no, he was out somewhere. His club or something. How about your daughter? Madge. Oh, now, please, don't drag poor Madge into this. She suffered so much already. When did you first learn your maid was dead, Mrs. Canella. About 11 o'clock this morning, Mr. Creighton, when she didn't bring my breakfast in bed, I knew instantly something was wrong. Well, of course. That's the way you tell. Oh, yes. I rang and I rang and I rang. And, and Mrs. I... Canella, who found the stiff? Stiff? The remains, madam. Oh, why, my daughter. One of the servants told Madge that Lucille's light was still on this morning and she didn't answer the door. So Madge went up to the servants' quarters and went in and... Oh, the poor child, the poor, poor child. That's why no one answered my rings, you see. Uh, leaving you without <laughs> breakfast. Oh, that's simply frightful, oh, yes, Miss yes. Canelli. Yes. Well, suppose you have a little snack of caviar and cold fashion or something while we hunt up your dog. Oh, dear. Uh, must you? Must we what, madam? Give Madge the, the third degree or whatever it is. You, you, you don't know how sensitive the child is. She's always been so delicate. She shrinks from the more brutal aspects of life. Oh, Mother, stop drooling. Uh, drool oh, oh, Madge, darling, are you all right, dear? Definitely not. Are these some more policemen? Who's the wench, a sob sister? Um, the wench is Nicky Porter, Mr. Queen's secretary. Uh, Ellery Queen. Sergeant Villing. Inspector Queen. Now, Miss Canella. And you're in charge. Why isn't that body taken away, and who's going to clean up the mess? And you're to keep reporters out, too, do you hear? 
thing like this happening now. Do you hear me? No newspaper men. Oh, dearest, don't excite yourself. Oh, shut up, Mother. All this is your silly fault anyway. My fault. Yes, I told you long ago you should send that snoop packing, but no. You had to hang on to it till she had the bad taste to get herself murdered all over our house. What am I going to say to Evie? Evie? My fiancé. Three star engagement was supposed to be announced this week. One of the very best Boston families. He'll never stand for a scandal. Why should you think there's going to be a scandal, Miss Canella? Oh, well, isn't a murder scandal enough? I don't think that's what your daughter meant, Mrs. Canella. Yeah? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. I, I didn't mean anything. Let's take a look at the corpse. <laughs> Interesting. What, Elliot? Notice the facing surfaces of the tips of her index and middle fingers, Dad, on the right hand. Huh. Oh, calloused. Only place for calluses? Yes. If you gentlemen are through admiring Miss Dubois' calluses, would you mind covering up again so I can turn around? Hmm? Oh, oh. All right now, Nikki. But how do you know this maid's murder is connected with the other two murders? Pearlie was here early and dug the bullet out of her chest, Nikki. Ballistics just reported it came the same gun that shot the Kirby and Hazel girls. Just what the connection is, I'm blessed. Oh, Vili? Yeah, you throw with the carpus inspector. The morgue wagon's here for the pickup. Take her away. Uh, she's all yours, boy. Uh, what did you find out about the other servants, Sergeant? Uh, names? Uh, Butler, James Smathers, Cook, Sally Fabian, Chauffeur, Waller, Boyle. Upstairs maid, Vera Andorf. Uh, Smathers and Boyle share a double room, so do the Fabian and Andorf woman. Uh, each bunkie alibis the other for last night. Period. Mother, you know you shouldn't be up here. Just your morbid curiosity. Oh, I don't know why you say such things to me, Madge, baby. Oh, look what they're doing. Stay out here in the hall, Margaret. You too, Madge. Oh, Inspector Queen. Who are you? I'm Milford Canella. My wife just phoned my club. Is there anything I can do? Uh, excuse me, folks. Okay, boys. Take her through. Oh, Madge, I can't look. Oh, poor Lucy. Be yourself, Mother. Oh, well, Mr. Canella, we were just... Pardon me. Harry, what's that you just picked up? Oh, well, this piece of scrap paper was hidden by Lucille Dubois' body, Dad. A message in red. Uh, red? Message. Let me see. It is red, is it? Oh, oh, it is. Written in blood. She must have lingered a few minutes after the shot. When that killer left, she tried to write something before she died. What's it say, Ellery? Mm, starts with a capital M, but there are not a spatters in the paper, and I can't quite make the rest out. I'll have Cranley look it over in the police lab. He'll decipher it. Give it to me, son. Right, it's quite important that you make a quick arrest, Inspector. What's that mean, Mr. Canella? I... Well, I expect very shortly to be appointed to an extremely important diplomatic post abroad. So this unfortunate little affair must be cleared up at once. And without scandal. Uh, Milford has worked so hard for the honor. Yes, it's been Father's pet dream. In fact, Inspector, unless you solve this case within 24 hours, I may have to see to it that... Uh, that someone else is put in charge. Come, Margaret. Mad. And father's just a little guy who can do it. I. Why, oh, uh, Dad? Henry, where are you going? I have to confirm a theory, Dad. Theory? About what, son? About the connection between the three murders last night. I think I know now what it was. <laughs> Anybody care to come along? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have the beginning of our mystery. 
We'll tell you more in just a moment, but first, here's Don Hancock for Anison. Friends, if you want quick, comforting relief from pounding headache pain... Take an Anison. Yes, take an Anison, because Anison relieves headache pain so swiftly. Millions now know that easy-to-take Anison tablets act fast, give prolonged relief. And that's why we say... Take an Anison. There's a good reason why Anison relieves the agonizing pain of headache so much more quickly. Anison is made like a doctor's prescription. That is, it contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients. Your own physician or dentist may have already recommended Anison to you. That's how millions first discovered Anison's incredibly fast relief. And now, at the first sign of the pains of headache, neuralgia, or neuritis, they simply... Take an Anison. Anison, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N, is sold at all druggists. So if you want fast, prolonged relief from headache pain... Take an Anison. And now, back to our story. It's a short time later, and the inspector's car, with Sergeant Bealey at the wheel, is threading its way through midtown Manhattan traffic. But what is the connection, Ellery? Well, how'd you know, Marshal? Well, what was the occupation of the first victim, the Kirby girl? Publishing Abbott. And the second one, Miss Hazel? The Greenwich Village girl? Or she was a part-time manuscript reader for Mason and Morrison. A public stenographer, a publisher's reader. Now, Dad, do you recall the peculiar calluses we found on Lucille Dubois' right hand? And the facing sides of the tips of her index and middle fingers. What very ordinary activity, if sufficiently prolonged, would cause calluses there? Holding a pen or a pencil. Yes, Nikki, writing. But not casual writing, like the occasional writing of letters. Lucille Dubois was writing a great deal for a long time. Weeks, months. A diary. Perhaps, at least a very extensive manuscript in longhand, Sergeant. So, we have Lucille Dubois, lady's maid in a very wealthy society family, writing a long manuscript by hand. When it was finished, what would happen to such a manuscript? You take it to a public stenographer. To be typed. Surely, the unfortunate Miss Kirby. And where do people usually take type manuscripts? To a publisher. And most publishers employ readers to weed out undesirable submissions. And that's your Miss Hazel of the village. Simple? Maestro, you're a genius. <laughs> the married girls are probably the only three people in the world who've read a certain unpublished manuscript. And that's why they were murdered. Man, it must be dynamite. The killer must have swept it probably from the Hazel girl's apartment in the village after he bumped her off. And destroyed it, Tammy. Yes, but there's still a possibility that something... Well, here we are, Maestro. Uh, here's Rockefeller Center. Come on. I must say, Mason and Morrison go in for book publishing in a large and handsome way, Ellery. <laughs> They're a bit on the sensational side, Nikki. Oh, uh, Miss Jenkins? Yes, Alberta Jenkins. Are you the assistant editor to my son's book on the receptionist phone? Yes, and you must be Inspector Queen. That's right. I must say I'm all of a flutter. Am I arrested? <laughs> Not exactly, Miss Jenkins. Uh, Did you bring the list I asked you for? Here it is. All the manuscripts turned over to Miss Hazel in the past few months for a reader's report. Let me see, Ellery. Say, she read a lot, doesn't she? Mm, it'll be quite recent, I think. Ah, look at this entry, Dad. Made tells all. By Lucille Dubois. That's wow! It. Miss Jenkins, where's this manuscript? Are you sure Miss Hazel didn't return it to Mason and Morrison? I'm pretty sure she didn't inspect it, but come into my office. <laughs> No, it isn't here. Oh, no. But I just remembered. 
Where is that again? Remembered what, Miss Jenkins? There was a letter from Miss Hazel in this morning's mail. I've been so busy today, I... Here it is. Still unopened. Jimmy, give that to me, right. baby. Well... Dear Miss Jenkins, enclosed is a short preliminary report and three of the last batch of manuscripts. I will personally deliver the manuscripts, plus four reports, later this week. The enclosed thumbnail reports cover number one... Give Back My Lover by Flo Gently. Fully. Romance in a phone booth, my John Janet bag. Wow. And The Maid Tells All by Lucille Dubois. No. no. Uh, Miss Jenkins, would you mind leaving us for a moment? I certainly do mind, Mr. Queen, but. Well. Where's that report the Hazel woman enclosed? Ah, yeah. Now we'll find out. A uh, Maid Tells All. Sensational true life story of high life as seen from backstairs. Stylus faulty. Author obviously thinks in French, but might be worth a rewrite. Possibly high sales appeal, but must be screened carefully by legal departments against libel suits. That's all. Maid's manuscripts filled a lot of nasty, unsuspected stuff about the Canellas. It would have cost Milford Canella that high diplomatic post he's been angling for. Or Madge Canella, her blue blood Boston marriage. Yes, yeah, somehow the killer discovered what Lucille was writing, who typed her manuscript, and the name of the publisher she sent it to. And through the publisher, which reader had it? So he's got a wipeout whoever run it. Steno, wham. Reader, wham. And he swipes the manuscript from her apartment. Then he goes back to the Canella dump and blasts Lucille in the secret society. Ah, uh, too safe, blast it. I thought we might find a clue here to the killer's identity. But apparently the whole Canella family has motive. Stymied. Let's go down to headquarters. Maybe the autopsy's turned up something. Don't drive so fast, Sergeant. You just passed a snail. Yeah, there's nothing to rush for, Miss Porter. You could only see some daylight. In this darkness, Inspector? Oh, um, at least I'm enjoying this ride on the East River Drive. Or I would be if the great man's thoughts weren't. <laughs> no, of course. Of course. <laughs> well, Mr. Queen is with us again. Wait a minute. The answer, Dad, it's right in your pocket. What answer? To the triple header, Maestro. In my pocket. I forgot. You forgot. We all forgot, Dad. A certain message in red. Holy. That dang message Lucille wrote in her own blood. Say. The one we couldn't decipher. Had I put it? Ah, here. What's the matter with Come me? Billy, get down to headquarters. Quick. Yeah, man. Ha. If anybody can make it out, it's that whistling lab. Men, we're in. Sailing, sailing over the world. Sure, uh, <laughs> huh? What's eating you now, Sam? A car right in a trail coming up fast. Some drunk who wants to race. With a police car out. Billy, Billy, he's out to wreck us. Oh, yeah? Keep going, faster. Come on, Jordan. Why the... No, not with Mickey in the car. Don't mind me. He's doing it. I could only spot the driver. It's too dark. Billy, watch it. Come on. One piece. Sorry. I'm okay, too. Inspector. Uh, no, no bones broken, Bailey. Oh. Ellie. Uh, my miracle, we're all all right. Oh, Billy, that was quick thinking. Oh. It certainly was. Oh. Well, if it weren't for the way you took that crash, Sergeant, 
We've been through the retaining wall at the bottom of the river. Thanks, but look at the car, Inspector. Never mind the car. Why? Dad, Lucille's message. Huh? All three Canellas were present when I found it under Lucille's body this afternoon. One of them must have trailed us. Waiting a chance to destroy Lucille's clue before we could get it to headquarters. Then the killer is one of the Canellas. And her message tells which one. Hit a car, Bailey. Let's get to that lab. Sergeant. Well, Bailey. What's the lab verdict? Well, it's this way. Sergeant. No good. Kind of looks like a puzzler, Inspector. Uh, never mind characterizing it, Billy. What did they say the message is? Uh, it starts with a capital M, Maestro, like you said, then a period. M period, yes. Then a space, then a capital K, then a small I-N, the N trailing off like she died before she could finish the word. And that's all. Capital M period, space, capital K, small I-N. Capital K, small I-N... The start of the name Canella. No doubt about it, Nicky. But what's the capital M period space mean? That's name Canella. M period must be the initial of one of the Canella's first names. Milford Canella. M for Milford. Oh, but the daughter's name also starts with an M, Nicky. Madge. Well, then it's either Madge or old man. Uh, let's not leave out Mrs. Canella. Don't you recall Canella addressing his wife as uh, Margaret? Frost. Another washout. Again, it could be any of the three. Let's go back to the Canella house. I'll find out which one it is. Good evening. Oh, dear. Back Inspector Man again. And that nice Mr. Queen, etc. Well, Inspector, have you cleared up this mess? Where were you three late this afternoon and early evening? Where were you? Uh, why, uh, I, I needed air. I was strolling in uh, Central Park. Alone, Mrs. Canella? Why, yes. How about you, Mr. Canella? Well, as a matter of fact, I took a walk myself down Fifth Avenue. Very upsetting business, you know. Meet anybody you know, Mr. Canella? No. And you, Miss Canella? I took one of our cars and drove around town for a while just to uh, cool off. <laughs> I'd had a phone call from dear, dear Evie in Boston. My daughter's fiancé told her they'd better wait about announcing the engagement until this uh, this miserable affair blows over. I knew it. I just knew it. Uh, aren't we getting off the track? No alibis. Hey, Lily. Anything to ask these three people before I take them downtown for a real going over? No, but uh, why do you want to take them to headquarters, Dad? Why do I... To find out which one of them bumped off the Kirby and Hazel girls and Mrs. Canella's maid. That's why. Oh, I can tell you that, Dad. Right here and now. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the mystery. Now, suppose you home armchair detectives match wits with Anison's guest for this evening. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our guest, the famous actor of stage, screen, and radio, is Mr. Victor Jory who is starring on Broadway in the hit play, Therese. Good evening, Mr. Joy. It's nice to have you with us. Mr. Joy, I I guess tonight's show is a change for you, isn't it? It certainly is. Because generally I'm on the other end. I'm the prisoner who's done the murdering, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you always are the criminal, but you're always so wonderful, too. (laughs) Well, thank you, Nikki. 
Uh, I hope you'll like me just as well in the role of detective. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, Mr. Jory, who do you think murdered the three women? Well, I'm not very sure. I think it was the mother, Why? Margaret Canella. Why do you think that? Uh, my only reason for thinking that is because the uh, Milford Canella uh, suspicion is planted on him instantly by the fact that he says that he has a very important post and it's very valuable to him. The daughter banks that, backs that up. The mother has said nothing. Furthermore, the mother's alibi... Uh, being in Central Park seems to me one that could be shaken less easily than the man who walked down Fifth Avenue, which might be checked on, or the girl in the car, because the car could be checked on afterwards. Thank you, Mr. Jory. You'll find out in just a moment if your solution is correct. Now, here's Don Hancock for Anison. Today, millions are switching to Anison. For Anison is the modern way to relieve headache suffering. There's nothing to fuss with, nothing to mix or spill. Just easy to take little tablets that you carry right in your pocket or purse. And Anison is the fast way to prolonged relief. Prove it. Next time you have a headache... Take an Anison. Anison must give you fast prolonged relief or your money back. I'll repeat that. If you're not thoroughly satisfied that Anison does much more for your headache pain, simply return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. So tomorrow, ask your druggist for the small, inexpensive package containing 12 Anison tablets. Take only as directed. If pain persists or is unusually severe, see your physician. Remember, there's only one Anison. Don't be satisfied with anything less. Next time you have a headache pain... Take an Anison. You know which of these respectable citizens killed the three girls? Sing out. A bad. What was the message Lucille Dubois left in her own blood? Start of Achilles' name. Capital M period, space, capital K-I-N for Canella. Yes. But what did the capital M period stand for? Well, it could only mean the initial of one of the Canella's first names, Ellery. How right. can it possibly represent one of the first names, Nicky? Milford, Madge, Margaret. All M. If Lucille had presence of mind enough to write that message, certainly she wouldn't have left an ambiguous clue. A clue that could refer to any of the Canellas. So when she wrote that capital M period, she didn't mean the initial of one of their first names. She meant some other abbreviation. One she thought would be perfectly clear. But what, Marshal? Well, Sergeant, what abbreviation, other than a first initial, usually precedes a last name? Huh? Abbreviation for Mr., Mrs., or Miss. Oh, no, that that would be M-R, M-R-S. And Miss has no abbreviation. Oh, so it can't be that either, Ellery. It can't stand for Mr., Mrs., or Miss in English. But how about French? French? What? Mrs. Canella's maid was French. And that reader's report in her book actually remarked that the author obviously thinks in French. What's the French abbreviation for Mrs.? Any schoolboy knows that. Capital M, small M-E for madam. Miss, capital M, small L-L-E for mademoiselle. But for mister, monsieur, it's simply capital M, period. Get him, Billy. I'll see you all sizzle for this. Oh, yeah. I disagree, Mr. Canella. If anyone's going to sizzle, it's you. (laughs) 
And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the solution to our mystery. We'd like to thank Mr. Jory for being our guest armchair detective this evening. And as mementos of the occasion, Anison has for Mr. Jory a beautiful Gruen, very thin wristwatch, a copy of my new mystery anthology, Rogue's Gallery, and a subscription to Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine. Ellery will be back in a moment with a preview of next week's story. Meanwhile, remember, because it relieves headache pain so fast... Take an anison. Because it gives prolonged relief... Take an anison. Because it's made like a doctor's prescription... Take an anison. There's only one anison. Get anison tomorrow. And now, Ellery, uh, how about next week's case? Got another mystery with three or four murders? <laughs> no, Don, only one murder next week. But it's one of the most confusing to come our way in a long time. A tough one, huh? Yes, we had so much evidence, we didn't know what to do with it. Uh, not to mention the problem of the bending corpse. The bending corpse? <laughs> Looks like that did it, Don. Now you'll have to wait till next week when Anison presents The Adventure of a Happy Marriage. If you are suffering miseries of a cold, why take chances with untried remedies when time-tested, reliable Hills cold tablets may promptly relieve that dull, headachey feeling and the muscular aches and soreness of colds? Double your money back if you do not get satisfactory relief from such distress in half an hour. Take only as directed. Time the action. Only Hills offers you double your money back if you do not get half-hour relief. Hills cold tablets. This is Ellery Queen saying good night for Anison. Anison is a product of the Whitehall Farmical Company. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.